Hi everyone, my name is Harry and you are listening to Chats in My Flat, a glimpse at conversations happening on my sofa. I'll be talking to people about pop culture, who they are and what's been going on in the world over the past week. In today's episode, I'm joined by Tilda Power and we are giving you some advice. We talk about being in a relationship with the right person at the wrong time, dealing with thirsting over strangers on public transport and how to deal with one of your lecturers pestering you on Grindr. So come sit on my sofa with me, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify and get ready to have a chat in my flat. Hi, Tilda. Hello, Harry. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm really good. I think you're the first person that's asked me how I'm doing. So that's nice. Well. So today we're going to be giving some completely unsolicited and um, unqualified advice. Um, First of all, how do we know each other? We know each other through Ravensbourne University. We both started together um, October just gone. Yeah. And we've been working together, you know, learning, figuring things out, that sort of stuff. Getting and up became, to mischief. Yeah, amazing <laughs> friends. And so we have, oh, how much life experience do we have between us? Like 50 years? Yeah. I feel like- That's mostly you though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, you know, we've both been through our own ups and downs and um, done sort of um, life curveballs and uh, chosen completely different things as to what we originally thought we would do. Um, Yeah. So who better to help people with their deepest, darkest problems than us two? Exactly. So let's get straight into it. First one, Mm -hmm. um, we need we need a guy's name. Let's come up with a guy's name. Uh, Malcolm. Malcolm. Okay. Uh, hi, Harry and Tilda. I've been with my girlfriend for nine months. I love her and feel like she's the one, but I feel like the timing is wrong. I enjoy our company together, but I feel like I just want to be single. I'm scared if I break up with her that that's it. We will have been together a year in September and we're going on holiday for my birthday in October. What should I do? Love, Malcolm. Um, that's a bit of a tricky one. It depends why you think she's the right one, but just not right now. I mean, and it depends why you want to be single as well. Yeah. I mean, if you just want to be single so you can sleep with a bunch of people, then, you know, maybe she's not the right one. Mm, I don't know, because people tend to break up anyway. That might be a bit of a pessimistic view. Yeah, no, I know what you mean though. It's, um, things... Things don't always work out. And just because you are in a relationship with someone right now doesn't mean that they are who you're going to be in a relationship with forever. You yeah. know, things, it's it's only natural for a kind of relationship at some point. If it isn't right, you will start having those thoughts. I think, I think the fact that maybe you're thinking you want to be single maybe means that she's not the one. Because mm. I think if you were thinking that... Um, yeah, if you're if you're thinking that you want to be single, then maybe it's a sign that there is something in the relationship that isn't fulfilling you. Yeah, because I mean, I, it depends also how how she feels. I mean, yeah, try talk speak, to her. yeah, try That's... speaking to her about it. Just in terms of um, you know where you both feel that you're at. Obviously, going on holiday together in October is it might be a bit of a make or break. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, I think yeah. Once and October right now seems like ages away, but it's, it's not, it will come around quick. Um, I think maybe see how the holiday goes and 
I would try to stay positive about things though, because yeah, everybody exactly. in relationships goes through ups and downs and like major questioning whether they really want to be with this person. Um, so try to stay positive, see how things go. Um, and, um, go on holiday, have a really good time. Um, and you know, just, but I, and I mean, to be fair, open relationships or polyamorous relationships aren't unheard of. Yeah. If you find that it might work for you or, you know, she, cause you, you never know. She might be feeling exactly the same way. That is, yeah. That's always the thing. I think communication is always, it's such a cliche with relationships, but communication is definitely key. You definitely yeah. need to talk to the other person. And it's way better being honest and losing them than it is to keep it hidden. Cause you're just going to end up losing them anyway. Yeah. It, and it will, it will end in a worse way than it would yeah. do if you were um, honest and kind of, I think, see, maybe take a look at yourself and th- think about why yeah. you want to be, yeah, I think like we said, think about why you want to be single, what it is. Because if it's, you know, if it's purely, if you're feeling like she's the right one and she's the person you want to be with, then maybe an open relationship could work because it would then maybe give you both freedom to seek things that maybe you aren't getting. Yeah in your relationship without jeopardizing that connection that you, yeah. that you have. My God, did we just give some actually good advice? Mm, I think that's pretty sad advice. I think it's pretty good advice. Yeah. Um, next one, I'm going to issue a bit of a warning. Mum um, <laughs> and any other parents who might be listening, feel free to carry on listening. Um, but you might want to skip the next few minutes. But th- things, I mean, f- <laughs> The next few questions get a little spicy. So um, maybe if there's, um, if you want to keep a, a kind of clear, a clear mind, don't. Um, if you want to maintain your innocence. Yeah. Um, so we need another guy's name. What are you thinking? We need like, let's have like a really, a real like lad's name. Lad's name. Uh... Spider-Man. <laughs> He's <laughs> sure. manly. Um, hi, Harry and Tilda. My girlfriend often likes to dominate me and it really turns me on. Is that strange considering that I often like to be the one dominating? I really want to get a strap on for my girlfriend to fuck me with. Any advice on the size of the dick we should begin with or any certain techniques to make it easier? I've heard of this thing called a deuce. Not sure if I spelled that right. Should I be using that? Um, so Spider-Man, I think what you're talking about is a douche. And I think if you're going to be exploring anything around that area, that's definitely something you should look into, into getting. Um, I'm going to start with the first <laughs> bit, um, saying that, uh, she likes to dominate you and it turns you on. Mm-hmm. And is it strange? And I'm going to say 100% no, it is not strange. It's actually so common. A lot of men like to be dominated. Yeah. Um, and you should fully embrace that part of yourself. Um, I think if you're, if you're usually the kind of dominant party allowing your partner to be dominant is almost a form of dominance because you're you know you're allowing them to take that um that kind of role and take the reins and so you're you're still kind of asserting well i mean submissives generally have all the power because it's your limits it's you're just 
your um you relinquish power to a certain extent or in a different kind of way yeah but um sub- being submissive you have all the power because you say when it when enough is enough or what kind of dominance you like yeah um in terms of strap on um i would try um start small yeah start small um start sort of like bullet sized finger sized you know then sort of work your way up Butt plugs are also a really good um, way to yeah. get yourself used to the sensation. Because, um, you know, like anal play is quite like an intimate thing. Sometimes I think in more so than typical straight sex. Yeah, there's a lot of trust. Mm. Um, it's usually an out area rather than an in area. I mean, there's a lot of in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think with kind of built, building up to it. I think if you've kind of played around with, um, you know, introducing, you know, fingers and things like that, it's a good stepping stone. There um, are actually uh, strap-ons that you can get that have different attachments. So you can get a strap-on that, so the, the, um, like a whisk and like a, like a, no, need, like a kneading arm. Really and like- crazy. Um, so the, the straps are the same and they sort of adjust to different body shapes and types. Um, but the, you can, you can get, it's like a set basically, and they start small and they get bigger. Yeah. Um, and I'd recommend looking at like Love Honey or Harmony, going into Harmony, like one of the shops, there's one in uh, Leicester Square. Just go in and like have a look at what sort of different sizes and range they have because, you know, it's literally made for people in situations yeah. like you. No, I think um, also Love Honey and Harmony, if you want to sponsor the podcast, seeing as we just gave you that <laughs> shout out, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I think patience and time is um is key with exploring that kind of area because you don't want to if you do anything too quickly that's when it becomes uncomfortable yeah definitely um, go slow but and i mean you might not even end up liking the situ- the um sensation exactly um, yeah it, it could be one of those things where you you the idea of it is maybe getting you more riled up than the actual act, act. itself yeah um, um but no go for it embrace the, your switch sides yeah, I think more more straight men need to um, need, relinquish power. Need to explore their butt because <laughs> there's like <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean your G spots in your butt. There's so. so there's so much good stuff up there. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of bad stuff up there, which is why the, True. which is why the douche would be important. Um, yeah, the douche just like cleans the area. Basically, it cleans the insides. Yeah, um, but I mean it's not completely necessary if it makes you really uncomfortable. I mean. If they're using strap-ons and stuff, that's, just be careful with hygiene. Just make sure you clean the lay a, products. Lay a, lay a tarp down or something beforehand. Okay, you've probably had more bad experiences with that sort of thing than I have, but... I, yeah, I think um, making sure things are as clean as possible going into it is a good idea because that could then be what would turn an otherwise really good experience into, potentially into a, bad into a potentially harrowing <laughs> and uh, scarring harrowing and emotionally <laughs> scarring experience um i mean if you're if you're gonna play in the sewer you're bound to <laughs> slip in, you're bound to slip in some mud so i would maybe um that's a good thing to bear in mind that you know that is where that kind of thing but essentially happens. our message is just go for it do it i'm not yeah i am in no we're in no way saying don't do it no um start small start slow yeah um maybe you can get you can get like 
a numbing lube um, that, you know, may help the first few times while you're kind of adjusting to the sensation of something slightly bigger going up there um, just to kind of, because it's such a, I don't want to say unnatural, it's such an alien experience mm. to have something going up your butt. <laughs> so yeah, like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. So I, I think our takeaway messages are. But roller coasters are fun. Yeah. Life's a roller coaster. Yeah. You just got to ride it. Mm-hmm. Um, ride it well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just patience and um, care, I think is the, is mm-hmm. the, is our takeaway advice for Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> with his, with his strap on woes. Um, let's, how are we doing for time? Let's take a little break. Okay. We're already 15 minutes in from two questions. That's good going. Wow. Let's, um, let's have a little break. Sounds good. While Tilda and I call off after that last question, this is the perfect time to head over to iTunes and leave a little review. It doesn't have to be a novel, but they really help get the podcast noticed and could even get us into the new and noteworthy section, which will be an absolute gag. If you listen on Spotify, make an Apple account, head over there and leave one anyway. So let's get back to the advice. Cool, we're back. Hello, hello. Feeling refreshed. Um, had some water because it is so hot at the minute. It in is. London. I'm loving this weather though. I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell in my luxurious Hollywood studio that we're recording in, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hot. Uh, and if you're going to Pride, oh wait, no, this is going to come out after Pride weekend. If you were, if you were at Pride, make sure you wore sunscreen <laughs> um, and stay hydrated because that's a necessity. Yeah. Um, no one wants to get burnt at Pride. No. Uh, okay, let's have a let's have a a, a woman's name or a, a more a more feminine name maybe. Sheila. Sheila. Okay. Um, hi, Harry and Tilda. I'm marrying a man, but basically all of my past relationships were with women and I still identify very strongly as a gay woman. I went through the struggles of coming out to myself and my family, losing homophobic friends in big sweeping inverted commas. And now that I'm marrying a man who isn't exactly straight himself, the gay community has basically dropped me. I've been looking for queer related podcasts and some sort of discussion and community um, around identity. Do you have any advice on finding this? Um, I mean, your situation is pretty unique, but I think the most important thing is to remember who you are. Yeah. I mean, fuck everyone else and their (laughs) opinion. You're marrying a person that you love and that's the most important thing. Absolutely. You can't fall in love with someone's genitalia. You fall in love with who they are. Yeah. Um, and it is one thing that I found that I relate to quite well as a bisexual person that when you're in a relationship with a man the gay community doesn't quite um acknowledge you yeah, as much bi- as they bi- should erasure is a huge issue and yeah. it's that it's um i can't remember where i read it but it's the the idea that it's like um you know lesbian women uh you know it's only deemed acceptable if a feminine lesbian woman is seeing a more masculine lesbian woman or if a you know a bi person is um dating someone or seeing someone of the opposite sex like if a bi woman is dating a a 
a man because it's like you know as a society it's like it's only deemed to be acceptable as you know a man should be the center of all of it and it's just a bit it's it's fucked up um i feel like you obviously have more experience with that than than i do yeah Um, i mean in terms of your identity um sexuality is fluid in sort of my opinion yeah um you don't have to label yourself as a gay woman and keep that throughout your entire life i mean you fall in love with a man and and so the fuck what (laughs) yeah so the fuck what that's just Um, you know my my opinion i mean well done congrats i'm yeah, congrats you've, on finding love. Yeah, that's, you've you've found someone and that's great and that's that's all that should matter. Um I think with finding um finding community, I think me- mediums like this po- podcasts are great and, and the internet as well, you know, like there are so many incredible um, you know, queer people making their voice heard online and so many kind of communities um, I'd say maybe stay away from sites like Reddit and things like that because they can get a bit toxic. But like Facebook groups and, um, you know, interacting with people on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. Um, there is a, a podcast by um, Darren, who I mentioned in the first episode, and I am now struggling to remember the name of. Um, it is, I think it's F-O-F-Q, maybe? Hang on. Um, my sort of standpoint is that the friends who stick around are the ones who really matter. You don't need a huge group of people behind you. You just need a couple really good ones. And the people who get to know you and your partner, um, well, and see that you, that you work and that you have, that you're happy. Um, that's, that's all that should matter. Don't dwell too much on the opinion of, people who just who who don't need that you don't need that judgment in your life no absolutely uh, that podcast is uh fascinatingly odd fantastically queer and it's incredible and i think that will kind of help with that sense of kind of queer community that you're looking for um because it's all they're always kind of talking about queer issues and visibility and what it means to be like a family within the community um so i think um sheila you should definitely check that out yeah. And, um, yeah, just don't, it's like you said, you, you already know because you put friends in, um, in quotation marks. It's like, you know, those people who will drop you because of who you love or who you're, you know, you attracted get, to, yeah, you, who you, you, go you, out with. you don't I mean, need. You, no, I don't, re- I can't believe that the genuine people in your life will do that. No. They shouldn't. And if they do, then they're not genuine people in your life. No, exactly. Um, so I think what are our takeaways from that? So first of all, congratulations on the wedding. I hope yeah. you have an amazing day. Um, secondly, look around online for kind of communities and um, you're, you're, you're bound to find them because yeah. it's, it's everywhere. And go to your local pride. Yeah. Uh, and obviously July is... Just because you're currently in a relationship with a man does no way invalidate your, your identity as a, as a yeah. queer woman. No, not at all. Um, all right, next one. We need another, another woman's name. Um, Jane. Jane. Um, so Jane writes, 
Uh, I'm a bisexual queen and very comfortable with my sexuality. I'm in a long-term relationship and very happy with my current girlfriend. We don't get to it often because we're both really busy and our sex drives aren't that high. But recently I've been a horny little bee and particularly I've been craving that vitamin D. (laughs) Introducing a strap on is out of the question and I bought a silicone dong, but I feel too awkward using it. So what should I do? How do I manage my thirst for male energy? Not being gender essentialist, I'm just craving craving the lads generally, not just for the D, without thirsting for strangers on public transport. How do I make peace with being happy in my relationship, but craving something that can't really be a part of it? Love, Sheila. No, love. Was that, this Jane. was Jane. Yeah. Um, I can relate to that, definitely. Um, I totally feel you. Um, I question why strap-ons are completely out of the question, though. Um, I'm assuming your partner is fully lesbian um, and potentially doesn't like penetration. Yeah. Um, which... I, I, from the sounds of it, I feel like maybe Jane is looking for the um, for the penetration, maybe. Or the... Because, I mean, they said not necessarily... Um, they're not necessarily looking for, you know, sex with a man. They're just kind of craving masculine energy, which yeah. you can get from from anyone who is, you know, who identifies as a man. Yeah. Um, and in some women as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the I, I would sort of recommend communicating the fact that yeah, you again, need some sort communication. of... communication. Yeah, some dominance in your life or um you know spicing things up in slightly different ways because yeah. sex with a woman is very different to sex with a man and um i have to-, to take your word on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you will um so i totally understand where you're coming from i had a similar sort of issue when i was seeing a girl previously um because our styles were very different um and um she couldn't quite achieve the sort of intensity of the sort of like penetration side of of sex um yeah i would just really try communicate with your girlfriend and say that there's a particular kind of energy or um try role play yeah uh, role play could be good for that yeah um um Again, but I, I question why uh, strap-ons are completely out of the question. Um, I don't think that Talk they to should Spider-Man. be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man should hopefully help you out with that. Um, and yeah, they, they they shouldn't be out of the question, especially as a sort of a bisexual. Um, your partner should be able to understand that, you know, you, you love aspects of both men and women. And yeah, the male part does involve penetration. Yeah. I mean, the feeling awkward about using the dildo, I think is maybe, I don't know whether you feel awkward, maybe using it by yourself. But it's very different to use a dildo by yourself than it is with another person because yeah, it's just think- it's just not the same. You're not getting that male energy. You're just more getting just the sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, yeah, I would um I would bring into question the just complete cutoff use of of no strap-ons. Yeah. Um because it doesn't have to be both ways. Oh no. No, no, no. I mean there's nothing wrong with thirsting over strangers on public transport either. No, that's everybody like, does that. That's every day. <laughs> um 
I think as long as you're not kind of acting on it and making a public menace of yourself on the DLR. <laughs> like, um, so Jane, I think communication, communicate with your girlfriend and maybe see if there's anything you could do. I, I mean, the problem is they, you, they your, said- your partner's going to want to please you and want you to sort of be happy and, and, and sexually gratify you. Yeah. Um, and maybe just sort of try communicate that that's something that, is what you need right now. Yeah. Um, I think that with the, cause you said that you don't really, uh, your sex drives on that high or you're, and you're both really busy. And so you don't really have the time to kind of, you know, be intimate with each other. I think if you're, you know, a relationship doesn't have to be founded on, on sex. You can, you know, have a perfectly happy relationship without it. True, but I do believe that sex is an important part of a relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And or maybe just tell her that you would just love a really quick bang. <laughs> like because lesbian sex can take a while and you know you build each other up and mm. there's loads of foreplay and especially if there's not much penetration going on with strap-ons. Um just yeah, just sort of communicate that you'd really love a quick bang and see how that works. Just sort of something hard and fast. There's been a lot of strap on talk this episode. Mm, it's a recurring theme, clearly. Yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with strap ons. I think I've never. You've never really had to I've use ne- one. I've You've never, got the equipment already. I've never felt the need for one. No. <laughs> this one is this is a doozy. Okay. When I got getting this question was what made me want to do this episode. Okay, interesting. Um, we need we need a man's name. Man's name. Bob. Bob. Okay. Um, Hi, Harry and Tilda. I go to a fairly prestigious university and come from a fairly conservative background. I'm out to a few friends of mine, but not my family. At the end of year's summer ball, I hooked up with one of my lecturers. I blew him in his office. It's one of a handful of encounters with men that I've had, and I was feeling pretty good about it. That was all until he approached me on Grindr, telling me that he wants to see me again. I politely declined, but he keeps pushing and has threatened to tell my parents about my sexuality if I don't see him again. I'm really at a loss for what to do, and I really need your help. Bob. Threatened to tell the university and get him fired. I but mean, that could put Bob in a situation of sleeping with a member of faculty or hooking up with a member of faculty, and that could maybe cause them to face disciplinary action. But then I guess that would all that would come out if he told your your parents would question maybe how or why he is having the impulse to tell them. I mean, he's clearly a very, he's not a good person. No. Um, yeah. Okay. So the threatening to tell the university is a pretty rash, uh, response. Um, I totally see why you're completely at a loss, um, because you definitely (laughs) shouldn't see him again. Um, because he's he's trying to blackmail you, which is I'm I'm quite curious as to, as to what subject he teaches. <laughs> um, I just you can't really imagine it from like a I don't know geography philosophy and ethics. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not that. Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm going to say like great for you and yeah. like oh yeah, loving the fulfilling the sex everyone's exploits. fantasy. Yeah, yeah like. Congrats. Congrats. I mean, it's complete shame that it's come to bite you on the ass in such a way. <laughs> Not in a good way. No. Get that extra credit though. <laughs> um, this is so tough. Yeah. Like, I don't know what... Um, what to advise. I feel... This... I don't know what I would do in this situation. 
I would probably stand my ground. He's clearly a very sad, sad man. Um, you can't um, take that, you know, he's he's clearly very unhappy in his life. You can't, he's, he's sleeping with a wow, You're student. really going in on this lecture. <laughs> well, he's clearly a terrible person. Yeah, I think to, to threaten to out anyone over something like that is... And a student, someone who he's supposed to be sort of taking care of and, you know, nurturing. Yeah. Um, it's... Hold your ground, say no, and say, you know, just sort of... Because you can't really fight fire with fire. No. Or... Because you've got to protect yourself at the end of the day. Yeah. Maybe you should hook up with another lecturer and then pit those two against each other. Um, That's awful. That's an awful idea. Don't do that. Um, Have you potentially, have you told anyone? Maybe, you know, um, not necessarily just a friend, um, but another staff member, um, student services. I think maybe student services might be better than another staff member because you don't know what the relationships are like between staff and that, that, you know, the, the staff member could take the side of the other lecturer and it could maybe. Oh no, not just sort of any random staff member, someone that you you trust, someone that you, that you've known and who's, who's, you know, maybe taught you or, um, something along those lines um preferably in a different department or something yeah um but student services would probably be your best bet the only potential problem with involving another member of staff is that they would force you to push it further um which isn't what you want um but block him can you block someone on grinder you can but i think that that might could possibly exacerbate things if you were to just block them. Cause then you're kind of cut, especially at this time of year as well, when, you know, unis have broken up. Um, also for him to get your parents information, he would have to go through your like university records. And that's like, is that not like a whole GDPR thing? I'm not entirely sure. Um, probably not. There's probably a way he could do it. I'm not saying like call his bluff, but mm. Stand your ground. I think, like Tilda yeah. said, is- I would um, in in the middle, sort of like polite and restrained way you can decline all advances. Yeah. Say that you don't want to talk to them anymore. Say that you you know you're removing yourself from the situation and do everything you can to do so. Yeah. Um, summer is we're now in summer, so you don't have to see them until we go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I don't. I don't know what the what your like teaching schedule is like and whether you they are even going to teach you next year. Um but just do everything you can to remove yourself sit- from the situation. Let things blow over. Um <laughs> blow over cuz he, he blew the lecturer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, great idea at the time, but perhaps <laughs> in hindsight. <laughs> um yeah, well, maybe, hasn't been your best. Maybe pl- maybe plan ahead. Um Yeah. Um yeah, I would just do everything you can to remove yourself from the situation. Lean on the friends that you have come out to. Yeah. Um, and don't let them pressure you into coming out or doing things that you don't want to do. Absolutely. Seeing him or anything like that. It, there's, it's just not worth it. And all you're going to do is dig yourself a deeper hole. Yeah. Um, um, just try to climb out of the hole right now um, and remove yourself from him and the situation as much as you can. 
and um, make yourself completely unavailable? What would happen if you said you were seeing someone or, you know, something like that? Yeah, that's I, I hook up with lecturers from other unis. Don't <laughs> yeah. Don't shit where you eat. Like yeah. <laughs> don't um But I mean good on you. Like I I have to applaud your your confidence in in <laughs> yeah. that in that state. Like that's pretty great. Um big time. Yeah, just unfortunate it, that it was with someone who's so yeah, shit. So, so many repercussions from it. Um yeah, Bob, I hope everything kind of pans out for yeah, you. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Um, I mean, we're here if you need anything. Absolutely, yeah. Like, drop drop me another, if this doesn't help at all, which I'm sure it probably won't, mm. um, drop drop me another message. Um, let me know how you're getting on and how things are going. I'd love to follow up, maybe in another episode. Yeah, let That'd us know great. how it Find goes. Find out how Bob's doing. Yeah. I think, let's squeeze in. I've got one more. It's a little short one. Okay. Um. Another guy's name. Uh, Mike. Mike. Uh, Dear Harry and Tilda, how do I keep someone interested, like, romantically? Everyone always friend zones me because I'm too funny, but, you know, like, I get parred after, like, one or two months. How can I, how can I, you know, keep someone on the line or kind of, um, like, reel someone in? What are your, have you got any advice on that? Um... Keep being yourself. I mean, it's really cliche, but you just haven't met the right person yet. Um, I don't know whether maybe you're being a bit too intense too soon. That um, Yeah, that's usually maybe a thing. I mean, I can't really talk because I'm quite an intense person, but I think coming on too strong is a, a big turnoff in the kind of uh, like first stages of something. Yeah. Although, you know, maybe there are some people that, you know, really like that. that. Really like that. Um, yeah. So I think just like, keep, keep being you. Yeah. yeah keep be doing funny. What you're doing. Be, be who you are. Um, yeah. Like, there's don't... no shame in, you know, being alone and that sort of thing. Um, being single and just sort of I think dating. Being single is a nicer way to say it than being alone. <laughs> what I am. Yeah. I guess um, it's just, yeah, keep kind of, you don't, you don't have to. There's this whole kind of thing that you're not kind of validated unless you're like in a relationship. Yeah. And I think that's stupid. Um, and I, you know, I experienced it myself. Like I, when I, I had a relationship that broke down and then kind of in that time I was like, oh, I need to like, I need to be in another relationship. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, um, it's healthy to take some time for you. Yeah. What kind of person are you looking for? Try think of it that way. Like, who yeah. do you want to be with? Um, if you're sort of seeing all these, seeing these people or dating these people who, you know, don't really fit perfectly with you or who you are or what you stand for or what your humor is, mm. then you know, just keep dating, play the dating field, because um, that's quite fun. Yeah. Um, and don't worry too much about they like that people don't want to stick around um, because you know there's. There's another date tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think d- don't let them par you. Just like keep turning up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like if they've blocked you on everything, like message them on like LinkedIn. Send them an email. Send them an email. <laughs> Carry a pigeon. Like turn up outside their bedroom window at three Bank in the morning. transfer them one penny saying like, <laughs> with call the me. Ref- with the reference. Being like, hi, how is, how are you doing? Um, no, don't sacrifice. Don't think that you're too funny or you're too intense or too whatever for no. anyone. You just got to kind of. 
it's it's the easy. right one will stick around. It's easy to say when you're not in the situation of kind of feeling that you desperately want to but pursue I mean, something longer. True, but I mean, I totally relate. In sort of you're dating someone or you're seeing someone, and you think it's you know great, hypothetically great, they're uh-huh. perfect for you, or you know something like that. But if they're not in the right place or the right mind frame for the kind of relationship you want, then you just kind of got to let them go. Yeah, you can't hold on to this sort of shit. No, 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 you can't. Um, I mean, it's happened to me twice this year. Like, so I totally okay, yeah. relate and understand um, that, you know, you just feel like there's people that you can't hold on to, but people, you can't control people. You can't force them to react or behave the way that you want them to. Um, and when it's right, it will just sort of slot into place as cheesy as that sounds. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, will, but enjoy will. the dating game. Go out, sleep with people, protected, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, Take but- your prep. Um, you know. <laughs> Always douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I, th- I hope that helps. I hope that I hope that everything we've said helps. I feel like this might be the first and last advice episode we ever do. I feel like maybe- Maybe no one will um, will ever ask us for advice in <laughs> real life or over this kind of medium again. Thank you for thank you for helping me out, Tilda. I would not have been able to answer these without you because you are the voice of reason. <laughs> um, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram, my photography account is Tilda Rose Power. Yeah, uh, which is my name. Um, yeah, that's kind of about it. Okay, great. Yeah. You can find me at Mr. Harry Adams, and the podcast is now. I changed the Twitter handle, so I'm now. It's now chats in my flat everywhere. Okay, um, great. Nice, nice and easy. Um, and so, yeah. Good to know. S- see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye.